You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to episode 41 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas. This week, we have Canon news, some Nikon news, and Sony news, as well as news about new photo editing software from On One, new rumors, and don't forget, we are still holding the Luminar 3 free giveaway contest. There's 23 days left in which you can win a free copy of Luminar 3, which is $118 value. More details on the contest later on in the show. So this week, images and specifications for the upcoming Canon RF 70-200 f 2.8 L IS USM, the RF 85mm f 1.2 L USM DS, and DM-E100. Now, the specifications and images have leaked out for the soon-to-be-announced RF lenses and microphone. The Canon RF 70-200 f2.8 LIS USM specifications are rumored to be as follows. 17 elements in 13 groups, minimum focusing distance of 0.7 meters, maximum shooting magnification 0.23 times, Filter diameter is 77 millimeters, which I was expecting. Size is 89.9 millimeters by 146 millimeters. Weight is 1,070 grams. The RF 85 F 1.2 L USM DS specs are rumored to be as followed. Follows. 13 elements in 9 groups, minimum focusing distance of 0.85 meters, maximum shooting magnification of 0.12 times, number of diaphragm blades 9, filter diameter 82 millimeters, size 103.2 millimeters by 117.3 millimeters, and the weight a whopping 1,195 grams. Now, there are also images that leaked, as I mentioned, and with this story, and I'll post a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. And it also includes images of the upcoming DM-E100 microphone. Now, there are no prices for these items mentioned yet. These are just leaked specifications and images, so we'll have to wait a little while yet to see if these do come true if they are accurate specifications or if they're totally off the mark. A lot of times they're right on the money or they're really close, so it'll be exciting to wait and see how this uh, shakes out when they are officially announced by Canon, hopefully uh, in the next few weeks. Is it the end of an era? Review site Imaging Resource is nearing its end. Imaging Resource has been one of the best and most comprehensive camera review sites for 22 years. Sadly, the end may be near for the site. Image Resource has released the following statement about why they're closing down. Quote, we're probably closing early next year and here's why. 
They say all good things must come to an end, though, and tantalizingly close to a quarter century from when I first had the idea for it, I'm sorry to say that Imaging Resource 2 will likely be winding down early next year. The reasons for that decision are many-fold. For one thing, the camera industry itself has been contracting for contracting for quite a few years now. That's due in part to the arrival on scene of high-quality camera phones, which, especially for many more casual photographers, negated the need to carry a separate device on which to capture their memories. And you can read the rest of the full statement. I'll include the link to the full statement in the show notes for this episode. Reviews take a level of work that shocked me during my half-assed attempt at doing them. There was no way I could do what great sites like Imaging Resources are doing. Canon Rumors is pretty much a one-man show, which makes the challenges of feeding multiple people with declining revenue streams less of an issue for me. But I am actively looking at new ways to grow the site while keeping costs from going up. I do hope Imaging Resource finds a way of making things work in the future. I love their reviews, but... I may love their interviews with the camera companies even more. And that is a quote from CanonRumors.com. Next, the Canon EOS 5D Mark IV is rumored to be in the works. We've been told that Canon still has plans to update its most popular professional full-frame camera, the EOS 5D Mark IV. The EOS 5D Mark V apparently appeared on an internal roadmap along with an EOS R Mark II. The source could not provide the timeline of the roadmap. We think it makes a lot of sense to see another iteration of the EOS 5D DSLR along with a similarly specced EOS R Mark II. With all of the new cameras expected in 2020 from Canon, I don't see either the 5D Mark IV or the ESR replacement coming out before uh, Q4 of 2020. Now, I don't agree with that. I think there's a good possibility that the 5D Mark V in the EOS R Mark II might be out by the end of quarter two of 2020. And the reason why I say that is because from everything I'm hearing from my sources at Canon, Canon is really stomping the gas on getting their mirrorless stuff out to market and improving it and advancing it and releasing new models as quickly as they can so they can better compete with the likes of Sony, who's been doing mirrorless full frames for a good five years now. So I believe there's a strong probability that Canon will release the EOS R Mark II, if that's what they decide to call it, um, by the end of the second quarter of 2020. Now, is the EOS R, is the next EOS R going to be called the Mark II? I'm not sure. Um, it's possible that it may be on an internal company roadmap, but I'm not sure if that's the final designation they're, they're going to go with, um, given the fact that the big rumors lately have been the fact that Canon's going to release an EOS R that's going to be the repla direct replacement for the 5DS and the 5DSR and that this new EOS R will be a professional body with two memory cards, and it's also going to have a 75-plus megapixel sensor. So whether or not there's going to be an EOS R Mark II, I don't know. Possibly. I don't think there will be. I think maybe that's a placeholder name until they finally decide what they're going to call the EOS R that replaces the 5DS and 5DSR, but we'll have to wait and see. 
It is exciting to know that Canon's actively working on new full-frame model, mirrorless models for 2020. You know, I had a feeling they were going to start cranking them out like crazy, and it looks like that's true. Now, if Canon is going to release an EOS 5D Mark V, which I'm a bit on the fence on that. I don't know if Canon's going to go ahead and release another 5D uh, version, even though it's their most popular camera, professional full-frame camera. I just don't know if they're going to release one more model of that line when they're already into the mirrorless full-frame world with the EOS R and the RP. Now, Canon has already said that the 1DX Mark III is coming out early next year in time for the Tokyo Games, but I'm pretty sure, and the hints have been from Canon, that that will be their last flagship DSLR, that the next camera that comes out in the 1D lineup will be a full-frame mirrorless pro sports body. So we'll have to wait and see how all of this works out, but whether or not they're going to do a 5D Mark V, I don't know. I'm really, really on the fence about that. I don't believe they're going to release one, but maybe I'm wrong. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe that's going to be their last um, uh, standard full-frame professional body, and the 1DX Mark III is going to be their last flagship sports uh, DSLR body. We'll, we'll find out. Only time will tell. Now for a bit of Nikon news. The Tokina ATX-I 11-16mm f2.8 CF lens for Nikon F-mount has been officially announced as of yesterday. The previously rumored lens for Nikon F-mount is now officially announced. Shipping will start on November 8th. woo -hoo, My birthday! <laughs> for U.S. pricing, you can check Adorama, B&H, and Amazon. Not available at this time, at the time of the post. Update pre-orders are now open at B&H Photo. So my bad. I should have gotten to the update first. <laughs> uh, MTF charts, lens design, technical specifications, and sample photos. 17.6 to 25.6 millimeter is 35 millimeter equivalent. The aperture range is f2.8 to f22. Two spherical elements, two SD low dispersion elements, multi-coated elements, one touch focus clutch mechanism, internal focusing design, and nine blade diaphragm. Now there is a great little video uh, demonstrating this lens in action. There's also some breakaway graphs showing the internals of the lens, you know, the lens elements that are inside and the technical specifications on that. Uh, focal length, of course, is 11 to 16 millimeters. Maximum aperture f2.8, minimum f22, like I said a moment ago. 13 elements in 11 groups. The angle of view is 104 to 82 degrees. Filter size will be 77 millimeters. The weight is 1.2 pounds. Minimum focusing distance is 11.8 inches. Zoom mode is rotary. The aperture blades contained inside total 9. Magnification of 1 to 11.6. Focusing type is AF, autofocus. Lens length is 84 millimeters. Lens width is 91.7 millimeters for Canon and 89.2 for Nikon. So apparently the lens is going to be made for Canon as well. 
U.S. warranty, exclusive three-year U.S. warranty. It comes with the lens hood BH-77B, and the one-touch focus clutch has been improved with a brand new design. So that is definitely exciting, especially for the Nikon shooters. I have quite a few friends that shoot Nikon and love to have the wide-angle lenses for their landscapes and stuff like that. So that is absolutely exciting. Now, of course, this is an APS-C lens, so you couldn't use it in the Canon world unless you were going to use uh, get the Canon model and then use it on the EOS R or RP with the EF slash EFS to RF adapter, then you could use it. Uh, it's too bad they didn't make this as a full-frame lens. I would definitely snatch one up. Uh, I currently shoot most of my real estate with a 14 millimeter prime, and then I do also have the 12 to 24 Sigma uh, art lens, which is a fantastic lens. It's just super heavy. It would be really nice to be able to get, you know, a little bit wider to 11 millimeters with an f2.8 lens for my real estate work. That would be really awesome. It's too bad they're only making an APS-C model. Now, the next bit of uh, Nikon news, the Nikon Key Mission 170 camera fire sale has started. The Nikon Key Mission digital camcorder with a 1.5-inch LCD RGB CMOS has dropped from its list price of $396.95 to $138.29. Um, you can grab them at Amazon. They range between $147 and $178 renewed eBay, you can get them for between 140 and 150, Newegg 139, and Rakuten for 138. The regular price of the key mission is still 396.95 at Adorama and B&H. So it looks like uh, Nikon's going to call it quits with this uh, waterproof, shockproof camera of theirs, and they're just going to burn out, blow out the inventory uh, at a drastically reduced price to get rid of them and get out of that. Uh, the world of the uh, waterproof uh, sports cameras, you know, the likes of uh, the GoPro and stuff like that. So uh, now's a good time to snatch one up if you've been thinking about buying one with, <laughs> with the current price being less than half the original retail price. It would absolutely be a great time to pick one up if you've been eyeballing one and you're a Nikon fan. Okay, so now for the world of Sony, Rumored the new Tamron 70 to 180 millimeter, 20 millimeter, 24 millimeter, and 35 millimeter f2.8 FE lenses are expected to be announced next week on October 24th. The four new FE lenses will be announced on the 24th. Um, they are the 70 to 180 f2.8 will ship in 2020. The 20 millimeter f2.8 will ship in 2020. But the 24 and 35 millimeter f2.8s will both be shipping uh, during the last quarter of 2019. So that's some exciting news if you're a Sony shooter and you've been wanting to get a 24 or 35 millimeter 2.8 with the FE mount, it looks like they're finally coming. Now, reminder, Sony has their press event on October 23rd, but we're not sure if they're going to announce the new lenses at that time or not. So 24th could be a little bit off because they do have a scheduled press event on the 23rd. Now, whether or not they're going to talk about these lenses at that event, we don't know yet. We will have to wait and see. 
Uh, but it's definitely exciting that those lenses are coming for our Sony fanboys and fangirls. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. New Life Plus Guard protection skin for the Sony 200 to 600 millimeter and the 35 millimeter 1.8 FE lenses are now available. Life Plus Guard has announced new customizable protection skins for the 200 to 600 FE. The skin is pictured here, and I'll, uh, I'll post a link to this article in the show notes. And the 35 millimeter 1.8 FE lens, which is posted below. You can find all skins for all Sony lenses on the page lifeguard-design.com slash category slash Sony lens skin. Now these lens skins do look really cool. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to go to Life Plus Guard site or, or maybe it's just pronounced Lifeguard and the plus in the middle you're supposed to ignore and see if they have these skins for the Canon lenses as well because they are really cool looking. And I would love to get these skins for some of my Canon lenses, like especially my 100 to 400 and my 70 to 200. They do look really cool. They have great textures to their design, um, which makes it easier to hold on to the lens, makes them less slippery, less prone to dropping and stuff like that. So that would definitely be really cool. And they do have an awesome video um, Below on the same page. Oh, actually, the article is for a print cube, the world's smallest mobile color printer. That's interesting. Uh, must be this is being uh, put out by the same company, and that is currently on sale at Indiegogo. So that's pretty cool. But getting back to the the uh, lifeguard skins, I mean, these things look fantastic. Uh, the one in the picture for the two hundred to six hundred kind of looks like a, a subdued. Uh, monochrome camouflage which i really like and i guess if you look closer at the one for the 35 millimeter that looks like a um all black camouflage pattern design which i absolutely love i definitely got to find out if they make these things for my canon lenses and how expensive they are because it would be awesome to put those on my on my canon l glass that would be cool so there you go. You got the new uh, Lifeguard protection, protective skins coming out for those two Sony lenses for all the Sony shooters. So that's something else that they can uh, jump at to uh, get to protect their beloved Sony glass. All right. The next item I want to talk about on One Photo Raw 2020 is now available. The new On One 2020 has been released. The press text says, quote, On One Photo Raw 2020 Photography Your Way is now available. New AI features, new filters, smug mug sharing, X-Rite integration, improved processing on Fujifilm RAW files, and much, much more. Part of the all-new On One ecosystem for photographers. The Portland, Oregon-based company, Announced the availability of the new On One Photo Raw 2020. This new version is the first release in a new line of creative products announced back in August. This professional grade photo organizer, raw processor, layered editor, and effects app is available today as an all in one photo workflow solution. Photography Your Way, the On One Difference. On One gives you control of your photography and what matters to you most. It's photography your way. 
On One is an open system giving you control over photo organization, storage, editing, creative style, and how you purchase. With most mainstream software solutions restrict your organization and editing and closed systems, On One gives you an open system for complete control over your storage, organization, editing, and method of purchase. On One will also never be a subscription-only model. Quote, customers will immediately notice the speed and quality of improvements we've made under the hood. A lot of great feedback came in from our beta users, and we are, were able to deliver on their requests in this version, says Craig Kudel, President and CEO. What's new in Photo Raw 2020? New AI match, match how your raw photos look to what you saw on the back of the camera. This automatically detects when you shoot in black and white or custom film looks in your camera. That's really cool. New AI Autotone. The new algorithm does a much better job on all types of photos, also controls the amount of autotone you want. By analyzing thousands of photos, the algorithm has learned how to do an even better job, especially on tough images. New speed and performance updates, opening raw files in edit is up to two times faster, and brushing is smoother even on integrated graphics cards. We have the enhanced raw processing for Fujifilm. Uh, the Xtrans raw file has been improved to reduce scalloping and other artifacts. New hottest and trending presets, over 100 new looks and styles curated from today's hottest photographic trends. We also added tons of new skies, backgrounds, and textures for your masking pleasure. The new version of their software is also fully integrated with SmugMug. You can select photos and videos and then publish them to any of your SmugMug galleries, even create new galleries and control the size of the photos you upload. New custom camera profiles get predictive natural color results by creating custom profiles for your camera and lights. We have partnered with X-Rite, the leader in color management, to make this easy. Photograph an X-Rite target with your camera, then import it into On One Photo Raw, then send it to the X-Rite camera profile software to build a custom camera profile. The new version has much better noise reduction. The new state-of-art noise reduction algorithm can reduce noise, both color and luminance, independently while maintaining detail even with today's ultra-high ISO cameras. It has a new color balance filter, remove a cross-color cast from the shadows or highlights, or create unique dual-tone uh, or tritone tints by adjusting the color and brightness of the highlights, mid-tones, or shadows. With the new weather photo filter, uh, weather filter in effects, you can add snow, rain, fog to your photos or create a realistic atmosphere. For precise black and white conversions, channel swaps for infrared or shift entire color ranges with the new color mixer. The new sun flare filter, add realistic sunspots, lens flare, and bokeh your shots, all powered by real photographs from renowned photographer and educator Matt Kloskowski, uh, excuse me, I hope I got that right, Matt, if I didn't, <laughs> don't send me hate mail. Uh, a new print module, print contact sheets, a wall portrait, or tile multiple photos into packaged prints. The improved print dialog can handle it all. Easily print individual images, also print multiple photos on one piece of paper. 
to create packages like two five by sevens or four four by fives. You can add your watermarks and sharpen before you print. New timeline albums, exploring your photos by date has never been easier. The new automatic timeline album organizes your photos by year, month, and day. Now that is fantastic. I love the idea of having that. I do have On One Photo Raw 2019, I believe. Um, I have played with their software off and on for a couple of years. And these new enhancements, I just may pull the trigger on picking up a copy of this to try out these new enhancements, especially the automatic timeline albums. That would be great. That's too bad Lightroom and some of the other software out there like Luminar doesn't do that yet. But maybe Luminar will have that in Luminar 4. I don't know. I don't know everything they're going to have in Luminar 4 yet. Um, but if not, maybe they'll do it in version 5. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, new map view. View where your photos were taken on a map. Explore photo locations and add location metadata to photos that don't have GPS metadata. Even search by location address to find photos quickly without having to add additional metadata. It has a new focus mask overlay. Now you can view what's in focus in your, our in your photos easily. The new focus mask overlay marks the areas of best focus with green so you can compare similar photos and pick out the sharpest photo quickly. That is freaking fantastic. That is going to save a lot of photographers time, especially, you know, when you're the kind of photographer that shoots a lot of uh, frames when you're in an event or a wedding or whatever the case may be. And to be able to sort through all of them quickly and find the one that has the best tack sharp focus, having the software do that for you is a game changer. That is going to be freaking amazing. More language support on One Photo Raw is now localized into 11 languages, giving many more photographers access to the best photo editor out there. It currently supports English, German, Spanish, French, Japanese, Korean, simplified Chinese, Russian, Portuguese, Italian, and Dutch. New enhancements, before and after image preview splitter, control preset opacity from the preset browser, Windows Installer now gives the option to install on a, a drive other than C. UNC Pass on Windows, Lossy, Canon CR3 support, Visualize Brushstrokes with a red overlay, and New Camera and Lens support has been added. This sounds really freaking exciting. Um, it's going to be awesome. And they're also offering a, a, a photo mobile integration, which is going to be really cool. They have an On One Photo Mobile 2020 app. Um, it's available now from the looks of it. Supported RAW file formats. On One Photo Raw 2020 supports RAW files for over 800 cameras. Supported file formats also include JPEG, TIFF, PSD, PSB, PNG, and DNG. Photo Raw 2020 also continues to work seamlessly Within current photography workflows, version 2020 can be used as a plugin for Adobe Lightroom Classic CC, Photoshop, and Apple Photos without purchasing a new plugin version. On One Photo Raw 2020 is also perfect for those looking for a standalone photo editing workflow solution. Now, as far as pricing and availability, On One Photo Raw 2020 was available as of yesterday, October 16th. Uh, available for download from the On One website. I'll include a link in the show notes. Previous owners of any version of On One uh, Photo Raw can order the upgrade for just $79.99 
and those who don't own earlier versions can order the full version for $99.99. For a limited time, On One Photo Raw 2020 is bundled with launch bonuses that include an additional 100 pack of presets covering some of the hottest looks and trends. A single purchase of On One Photo Raw 2020 works with both Mac and Windows and is a perpetual license, which means you own it forever for activation on up to five computers. A free 30-day trial with no watermarking and no credit card required is also available from the On One website. So that news is absolutely exciting. They have done a ton of improvements and feature upgrades to the On, on One Photo Raw software. I'm definitely gonna have to check out the 2020 version. Like I've said in previous episodes, I work with several different photo editing programs. I like Luminar. I still use Lightroom, you know, sometimes. And I do like On One Photo Raw, and I also like Capture One. I haven't really settled on a single editing uh, software yet. I use different ones for different things. I do need to kind of break it down and figure out which one I want to use on a permanent basis going forward, but it's just a really tough decision because... So many of these great programs are great at different things. You know, they're all great photo editors, but, you know, this one does this better than this one does, and so on and so forth. It just gets to be a big hot mess (laughs) when you're trying to make the decision of which one you're going to settle on on a permanent basis. But I'm definitely going to be checking out uh, On One Photo Raw 2020. I love the timeline album capability, and I've always loved the fact that their software will integrate with Lightroom and Apple Photos and stuff like that without you having to buy a separate plugin. The full version will work as a plugin for those programs, you know, including Photoshop, which is great. I always like that because um, you're getting a little more bang for your buck when you can use it with your pre existing workflow software um, without having to pay an extra charge. So that's great. Now, Another item I want to talk about this week as I wrap up this episode, don't forget the contest to get a free copy of Luminar 3 is still ongoing. There's 23 days left in the contest. It's easy to enter the contest. All you have to do is go to the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group, request to join. You do have to answer a question to join the group because it is a closed group, but that question is named the host of the show. You can put either Liam or Liam Douglas. Either one will get you in. And the question and the fact that it's a closed group is to keep out the bots and spammers, which nobody likes on Facebook. So that's why I do that. Now, once you're a member of the Facebook group, all you have to do is go to the official contest post. And it is marked as an announcement, so it'll be easy to find. And just post a comment in that thread. Show, uh, upload a screenshot showing that you're subscribed to the show on whichever podcatcher you're using, whether it's iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever the case may be. Just post a screenshot showing that you're subscribed and you are entered to win. Now, as I mentioned before, this is a free copy of Luminar 3. It's not a restricted copy. It's the full-blown licensed software. And I want to thank the wonderful folks at Skylum Software for sponsoring this contest and providing this free copy of Luminar 3 to the lucky winner. That is a $118 value. 
So one lucky person is going to get a free copy via random draw. So you absolutely want to make sure you subscribe to the show and post that screenshot in the official contest thread post in the Facebook group. Luminar is fantastic software. They're going to be releasing Luminar 4 in the near future, which is going to have a lot of new enhancements similar to uh, On One Photo Raw. Um, so it's going to be exciting with all the new AI improvements in Luminar. It's really, really exciting, and I can't wait to see. Luminar 3 is fantastic. I love it. They added the libraries feature in Luminar 3, so now you can have you have a library module just like in Lightroom. It's super, super handy. And again, I want to thank the wonderful folks at Skylum Software for sponsoring our first contest. Now, the last bit of news I want to talk about before I close out this episode. And this is something I'm really excited about. Um, I waited a long time for this. As of October 11th, 2019, the Liam Photography Podcast is officially on Pandora. Woohoo! Finally got in. <laughs> it only took like four months of waiting. I'll tell you, Pandora is by far the hardest audio system, uh, audio library system to get your podcast into. Uh, you go and you submit the information for your podcast. They want to know approximately how many listeners you have, blah, blah, whether or not you have ads in it, yada, yada, yada. And then you submit it and they don't tell you anything. They just leave you hanging until one day, hopefully, like me, you finally get an email that says, hey, we added your podcast to our library. So that's really exciting. I'm really happy that they finally added us to Pandora. So we're in all of the big systems. We're in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, and so on and so forth. You should pretty much be able to find the show no matter what your favorite podcast app is or platform, whatever you want to call it. So that is really exciting. We got into Radio.com a month or so ago, and now we're officially in Pandora. So the show is definitely getting bigger and moving forward. And I'm hoping uh, down the road that we'll start getting enough sponsors, regular sponsors, that future contests can be, you know, contests where the show will be giving away a camera lens or someday a camera body. That would be super exciting. Um, I'm really hoping that'll happen at some point down the road. All I can do is work on this show each week and hope that we eventually get big enough that we will start getting some serious sponsors. That would be absolutely fantastic. Now, I also wanted to remind everybody before I close out episode 41 of the Liam Photography Podcast, you can contact the show uh, and either leave a text message, you can send a text message or you can call and leave a voicemail. Area code 470-294-8191. You can leave a comment. You can leave a question. It doesn't matter. You can even post in the Facebook group, ask a question there. Now, once you're in the Facebook group, I forgot to mention, you're free to post five photos every 24 hours. You can break them up throughout the day, or you can post all five at once and let Facebook do the little photo slideshow thing for you. If you would like to have your work creatively critiqued, you can just post the photos with the comments or the text CC please. And myself or one of the other photographers in the group will be happy to look at your work and give you some positive pointers on how you can up your game. 
But as I mentioned before, if you would like to text with a comment or a question or a subject you'd like to be discussed on a future episode, or leave a voicemail for the same reason, it's 470-294-8191. I want to thank you all again for listening to this episode 41 of the Liam Photography Podcast, and I will see you again in seven days for episode 42.